Welcome to the CRM Etc. Show with your host, Kathy Hahn. Hi, Kathy Hahn here to help shed some light about CRM and e-commerce solutions and online tools to help you grow your business. We'll explore various available options so that when you are ready to choose a product, you will have more information and be able to make the right choice for your business. The goal here is to help you systemize, automate, and be more productive. So we're here with Sam Saab of Results Software. This is Kathy Hahn. Uh, I'd like to introduce Sam. His company is Results, and they entered the CRM space many years ago. He was one of the first CRM providers to integrate with QuickBooks. And over the years, Sam's great CRM product has evolved to include many beneficial features to help businesses grow. So, Sam, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and your company? Absolutely. Thank you, Kathy. I appreciate very much the opportunity. Uh, thank you for making the time today. The uh, Results Software Company was started in 1985. Uh, we have um, had the Results Software product commercially available since 1986. So it's a very mature product built on a lot of uh, great um, feedback and um, uh, information from entities and small businesses that use it day in, day out. So there's a lot of uh, cohesive features that work uh, together well to deliver a solution that manages the information for a small business so all team members are working together. Uh, the company is a family-owned uh, and family-run business, and so we very much treat our customers as a part of that extended family. So we take care of them. We focus on what it takes to help them run the business better, always looking for their feedback and making sure that we serve them well so that they can continue to manage and run their business better. Awesome. You have an awesome solution there. Uh, I've worked with Results Software and it's very easy to use and I can see how it can help many business if they would just uh, give it a try and see what all it can do. What, what kind of features would you recommend for someone to start out with just with the 30-day trial to get familiar with the CRM portion or go into the full-blown edition to start out? Absolutely. A great question. Uh, the way we do it, we, we don't really sell the product uh, the way other software companies sell it, so we're not like kind of a, um, uh, basically promoting the entities to just come in and um, download the software and start using it before they, uh, they have an opportunity to talk to us. So we, we have a, a basically a team of advisors that are focused on discussing the actual business needs. So uh, business owners don't have a lot of time during the day. Uh, and so uh, their time is very valuable. Instead of having them download software, install it themselves, and try to figure it out, the way we've modeled our uh, selling process is to basically it's all around consulting and, and proper advice. So what we do is we have uh, senior advisors that are available to talk to a business owner or, or a partner uh, like yourself, Kathy, that represents and has multiple clients of their own and they can really talk to us and tell us that this is the scenario, this is really what they're doing, this is what they're using, whether they're using um, Outlook and QuickBooks and maybe Constant Contact and they're using this and this is what they're running, they're, they are a sales organization or maybe they're a professional services organization uh, and these are the challenges that they're having in the current way of running the business or they have virtual offices and some team members in different states that need to operate together. So different uh, small businesses have different challenges. Some of them are very minor. Some of them are 
um, it can be uh, solved quickly with automation and a few business processes. So some are a little bit more complex because they're based on integration and how they want to continue to do things. We insist on putting our data in QuickBooks and running a number of these procedures in QuickBooks, but we want another system to help us manage projects, right? So based on the various possibilities, instead of putting the burden on the entity to download a system and try to figure out all the components and how they work together, we basically focus on understanding their business need, discussing their business need, and showing them the specific components that potentially would address or could address uh, the challenges that they tell us about in various ways. Uh, and that's really a much better way for, for us. We find it to be a much better way to sell the product because effectively the entity that makes a decision to move forward with the product are making a decision based on this uh, discussion with an advisor uh, and an actual demonstration of specific modules that will serve their uh, challenges and their business needs well as compared to downloading it because they heard about it and the hopes is that they can figure out how it can help them. Right. So I have a client, for instance, that basically needs something that, that has timesheets where the, the employees can enter their time outside of QuickBooks and exactly. it can flow into the QuickBooks and they can do their billing from that. So they would basically need the enterprise version, right? Because uh, in a, for uh, by the way, that's an exact, a perfect example of why we basically argue or say that downloading the software and trying to figure out whether those pieces connect together. Because when people say I integrate with QuickBooks, that doesn't necessarily mean that they integrate with QuickBooks properly and they integrate with QuickBooks on the timesheet level. And that doesn't automatically, obviously, answer the question: Is do you understand? the difference between a timesheet from a vendor versus a timesheet from an employee and how you split that time when it goes into QuickBooks so you can create a bill to for the vendor and you update payroll and other related information, project cost information for an employee, etc. So uh, these are the exact kind of questions that an advisor will, will answer. So to, to in this case, to answer your question, the timesheet module is actually available in all versions of the results product, but it becomes, in other words, CRM project or business suite, but it becomes most useful on the business suite side because business suite includes invoicing and billing. And those that are using timesheet to just collect time and send it in QuickBooks, they can do it at any of the software level, but those that want to collect time and automatically create invoices based on billable hours automatically from the timesheet without any further or double data entry will most benefit from the business suite because that has the building side of the house. I see. Yeah, that's really important for the business owner to contact an advisor or call results directly so they can get started in the right path. Exactly. Just because there's many, uh, many modules within the results system. So one of the unique things, uh, Kathy, about us is that even though we're we focus on the CRM space, which is customer relationship management. We need to do quite a bit more than that because we, that's our base product. We have results CRM, but we also have a results project, which includes the results CRM product, but adds project management, resource management, scheduling, uh, document management. That's included in that project uh, product. And then we also have the business suite, which does the includes the CRM and the project, and then adds on top of that the invoicing, the billing, the payment collections. 
So yes, the, the, uh, a person uh, or a company has the option to basically say, well, I don't need all that functionality today. I just started. And maybe the CRM is plenty for what they need today because the volume of projects that they might have maybe is very minimal and does not require a software solution to automate it. So they can decide and scale up as their business needs increase. They, they can go to a different solution that builds on the foundation of the CRM system. And this works on the PC, the tablet, and mobile also, correct? And that's, ex that's exactly right. So the results solution really is a kind of a two solutions in one. We have the desktop product, and that was built to do the bi-directional integration with the QuickBooks product, um, the, the desktop version of the QuickBooks product. And we support anything from Pro, Premiere, um, to um, enterprise, uh, but at the same time, we have built a results for the web and results mobile. Additional products, these are add-ons, they come on top of any of our systems, so you can start with CRM and tell us that you also want the mobile solution on top of that, and in that case, you're not only able to work from your desktop, but your mo the mobility supports you with any PDA, smartphone, and or iPad or any other tablet and or laptop. So effectively, the system has multiple screen designs in it, and so we will display and work, give you the screen that would most be most suitable to the right size device you're using. So that the screens are not tablet size, and then they shrunk, and you can barely use them on the PDA. The PDA screen is designed for a PDA. So they're what's called responsive, right? Yes, that's exactly right. It's uh, sometimes referred to as order switching because basically you're coming into the first log into the same login, Kathy. You come into the same page. You don't have to worry about remembering different. Um, kind of a login areas to go to, and then the system will automatically sense the device you're using and what kind of a screen size it has, and will automatically adjust the screen. It will serve it up based on what your device can handle. Oh, that's great. And does it work with both Windows and Mac? Uh, absolutely. So the way, the way we um, highlight that functionality is that uh, you really have multiple options with the Mac. Right, with the Mac, if you want to use the desktop version of Results because it has a little bit more feature set around administrative functionality like duplicate checking and combining contacts and mass invoicing. These are more administrative back office operation. So if you want to use a desktop version of the Results product, you're able to, in on the Mac, you would put uh, Parallel would be one of these solutions, or VMware has another solution. These are basically virtual, they, they emulate Windows within the, uh, within the Apple or the Mac product, and as such, you're able to put the full feature set of the desktop product. You also could, if you're using the web results for the web and results mobile, you would then use the uh, Safari uh, a browser to tap into the functionality that's a web-based functionality versus a desktop functionality. So you really have more than one option with a Mac platform based on how much functionality and what kind of work you will be doing within the results product. So uh, for the QuickBooks for Mac, it would actually work with that. You just need to have the additional add-on that could allow it to work with results, right? That's correct. You'll, you'll do, in that case, you will do the VMware and or Parallel, which are add-on products, well-known add-on products for the uh, Mac platform that will basically give it a Windows emulation or a virtual Windows machine within the Apple. And so effectively, you can run any of your um, uh, you know, Windows-based products within those emulators.
including results for the desktop. Great. Well, you're one of the only ones around still that has the desktop version, from what I'm aware of. I think most of them well, have evolved to the cloud now for the CRMs. There are a lot of companies have moved to the SaaS product. Uh, so you're accurate from that statement. Um, there are a lot of solutions out there. And basically, there's like in the CRM space, there's over 300 uh, software solutions out there. I think the key aspect of the differentiator are on two levels. First, how deep is the integration and how well done it is. Uh, for our, from our perspective, the focus that we have put over the years to build a cohesive, bi-directional product uh, integration with QuickBooks uh, is extremely important. But what is more important uh, is the fact that we give the user maximum flexibility in deciding which modules integrate, right? So when we say, okay, we are going to move your data back and forth between QuickBooks, trust us, we'll take care of it. That's a huge statement that really leaves a lot of questions unanswered. It's like, are you moving my estimates? Are you exporting data? Are you updating my contacts in, in QuickBooks or just bring them down to the results side or, or to the CRM side? So the, the decisions regarding whether to import, whether to export, and which modules, and then a cohesive configuration set of rules under which you have us operate, just to give you a very quick example. Um, let's say you tell us you want to send the contact data, the contact records in the CRM side, results CRM or other CRM, into the QuickBooks side. Well, a decision needs to be made, really. Do you want to send every single contact record in your database over to QuickBooks, or do you want to make a decision between differentiating maybe prospect records should stay in the CRM until they become customers, and only then would they go to QuickBooks? Those decisions regarding how much data and what type of data to move back and forth makes all the difference. And then going back to the desktop product, a lot of the companies that have had QuickBooks and use it day in, day out, and the enterprise system, as well as the Premier and others, uh, use it in a very uh, consistent fashion to run their business. So many of them might still have servers in house to do it, or they might have moved to a hosted environment, uh, right networks, in sync, Unidata, Skyline, um, uh, Cloud9. I mean, there's a, a tremendous amount of very strong players in the market that basically take care of hosting the desktop version of QuickBooks so that it can continue to be used from anywhere at any time and leveraging the cloud to run virtual offices and have your team members all working uh, for the same company and working cohesively and managing the same relationships of the customers that the company works with. So it is very important to then to bring in a CRM, project management and business management solution that goes hand in hand with that QuickBooks desktop product and able to work with it, integrate with it, to give you that full business solution to help you run your business and grow your business better. So when you just mentioned about um, exporting only certain customer data or mm -hmm. prospective leads into QuickBooks, is, uh, is it that you can export leads into QuickBooks, into the QuickBooks Lead Center, or do they come over as customers? 
Uh, in, uh, from a results perspective, we send them over as customers today. And the reason for that is because, to see on twofold. First is because the results product is still is backward compatible with QuickBooks 2008 or greater or two, actually. Effectively, you can still be running 2009, 2000 uh, and, and above. So we want to make sure that we have a solution and the engine is able to work with any of those versions of QuickBooks that might still be out there. The other aspect of this is that for us to send the record over, it's, it's about putting it in a place where other information can be tied to it. By putting it in the customer bucket, where, it's, where exactly is where we send it, you can now also send your estimates, quotations that you build and resolve what, what QuickBooks calls estimates, and send those estimates over to QuickBooks, and if the estimate then gets con approved and converted to an invoice, then you also want to be able to quickly and in, in, uh, directly send and update that customer record in QuickBooks with all those transactional data. And for that reason, is we basically send a prospect record into the customer site, if that's where you tell us to send it to, and you can decide. There's a configuration engine that basically says, these contact records and results that are flagged in a certain way are actually vendors. Send them to the vendor database. But these are flagged as employees. Send them to the employee. These are flagged as customers. And typically, customers and prospects are interchangeably sent into the customer database so you can attach all those transactions to them. Right, because they may have an estimate or a quote that would want to be reflected in QuickBooks. And it, then converted. Yes, exactly right. And so... Um, how would you actually then define CRM? You just said something real important about uh, vendors and employees that you can send them over as well, your, con your activity, contact information for the vendors and the employees as well as just the customers. Uh, the CRM used to be known as just customer relationship management, and uh, it seems like it's evolved to full contact management. Great, great question, Kathy. Uh, we actually—that's exactly right. We actually make the argument that as a business, your relationships, your business relationships, are not limited to customers. Actually, before they were customers, they were prospects, they were leads, and then they became customers. Um, and your relationships are not limited to there. You have to take care of your prospects so that they can believe in your business, believe in you, and give you the business so they become customers. But you also have to manage your vendors, especially if your vendors are also subcontractors that do the work for you and, and deliver the services for your company. You've got to manage your suppliers. You've got to manage your employee-level information. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a saying um, about employee management or the, the management of information about the employee. What is the piece of information? information that an employee always knows that most uh, business owners quickly forget. It's the date in which they were hired. The day that they, the, the date in which a person starts to in, into a company will always be something that they remember. And if you as a business owner forget that date, then you're not, there's a disconnect there between you and the employee because on that day you're not going to say, thank you for being part of my team or, or, or send a, you know, a, a card or or a nice gesture around that date. And so where are you going to put that information that goes into your CRM? Because CRM really is a contact relationship management, not just customer relationship management, because any business that over-focuses on customers and forgets everything else will basically is heading towards failure.
Right, and you could put their picture, their uh, their image inside yep. the results software. So their if resumes. you have a large company, you can remember them by picture. <laughs> That's correct. Their resumes, their evaluations that you should give on a quarterly basis or an annual basis based on your policies, your personnel policies and HR policies, these are become document attachments to their record. Uh, their, um, anything about them, their Facebook uh, um uh, or IM information, all of that linking to social media is not only important at your prospects and, relation and, and customer relationships, they're also important to your employee relationships because they're part of your team. If you are not paying attention to them, then how are they going to pay attention to the customers and building those relationships up? Right. So um, you can actually add special fields in in the employee information if you'd like in the employee data record or uh, unique fields you can customize the results software to put additional information in there that you'd like to request or that you'd like to keep track of every year that's exactly right we do that that's correct we do that through the groups module for example so the groups module in results is fantastic regarding that so for example let's say you as a company allow your employees to do additional training and receive certifications and those certifications might have an expiry date on them, right? So they're only valid through a certain point and they need to be renewed annually. In results, you can flag, you can create groups to represent that customization you're referring to, Kathy. So it would be a tidbit of information that basically says this, um, uh, this employee has a project management certification, for example, that needs to be renewed annually and currently it expires in July uh, 12, 2014. So you can create a group record that represents all the entities that have project management certification in your company, and you would reflect within that same group flag that you flag them as having that certification, one that sort of you can expire. So there's two different things that you can get out of that. First, if you're looking to, you have, you run a new business and you want to find out who within your company uh, has this, the proper certification to run with that project, you'll basically be able to search on a group. But here's what else is more important uh, in my mind. It's great that they have that certification, but it's useless in August if they did not get renewed. So you're able to use that expiry date flagged and uh, associated with that group uh, flag to basically say, hey, did you get this renewed? Let me have the new certification date then so that I can update my database. Or you haven't done it, you need to do it. Otherwise, the value and the asset that you bring to the organization is going to be reduced because that certification is important to it. So can the individual user actually do the customization or do they have to go direct to results to have someone specifically customize that? That's a great question. No, the, the user in this example that I gave, the addition of groups, which basically represents all those different tidbits of information that you might want to track, is done through the lookup table maintenance, and that's a security setting. So not only can it be done by the customer directly, but the customer can also decide within their organization who is qualified, who is certified, who is knowledgeable enough to be able to do this and should be able to do it, because lookup tables control how the information is tracked and whether it needs to be in the system and how it should be managed. So you are able to use the levels of security to control who within your organization can do it, but do it all in-house.
So you can assign special permissions to certain key people within your company to have access to certain features? That's exactly right. So in the example I gave you, maybe one person starts putting in their project management by spelling out the, pro the word project management. Somebody else comes in and puts it as a PJT MGMT as a short for project management. That's an inconsistent way of tracking, and now you're tracking the same piece of information in two different ways. So to help you control that, we have a multiple lookup tables within the system, and then you want to decide within the company hierarchy who is uh, authorized or has the vision or has the responsibility to proceed to decide when something is worth tracking and how you want to track it. So the lookup tables, what we call them lookup tables, are controlled based on the security level that the administrator will decide who has that, who is just a user of it, who or who is a creator of that vision. Okay, and so also this integrates with with Outlook. Is that right? Absolutely. Uh, integration with Outlook is one of the key things because if you look, especially in the U.S., Kathy, uh, just the U.S. market, you'll find that the adoption of QuickBooks, I believe, it's at eighty-three percent plus uh, or something in that range, uh, uh, mid mid eighties for the small businesses, and it's just about a small number. I mean, Google has really uh, it. Uh, kind of uh, tapped into that space a little bit with some of their products, but it's still in the 80s range for Outlook adaptation. And if you look at how Outlook is used, it's even becoming more the norm right now, where the, the uh, kind of uh, talking to a person on a phone call has become less important, especially that people work virtually, work at different times of the day, and are basically, um, instead of playing phone tag to try to catch them on a phone call and schedule a phone call, it is more convenient to sometimes send an email. More importantly, an email kind of a self-documents the conversation. So there's no he said, she said after the fact. And with the ability, the quick ability to attach as many items to the email, the email has become kind of a de facto way of communication, especially around project management or approval of moving forward. You will tell your designer, okay, move forward with this project, and this is the graphic I want you to use on the marketing campaign you're going to do for us. So this is approved, and this is the website content that you're going to do for us. So any other work, I mean, bookkeepers, accountants, uh, there's a lot of information. Sometimes it could be confidential, so it could be attached as a um, self-protected, password-protected zip file, for example, but it will still be potentially an attachment or an email that is sent through to the receiving entity. And so being able to do the integration with Outlook is key, but what's more important is the ability to then take that Outlook email, for example, and convert it into a document that will be attached to the accounts within the results product. In addition to that, the granularity of the data and where the data should be visible for that document becomes very important because you might be doing three projects or four projects for a client. When they send you an email about project number one, you don't necessarily want that email to also appear on all the other projects. So we don't just attach an email, convert an email from Outlook into a document and attach it to the customer record, but we also give you the granularity to be able to attach it to the proper project or even to the proper activity. I had a meeting with you today, and this is the document we reviewed. You will attach, you will create an activity record to reflect the meeting, and you will attach the document that related to that activity or directly to that meeting or the email that confirmed the meeting to that actual activity record. So doc, emails become documents. Documents become 
linked at the appropriate level within the results system. So there's full visibility of the communication, regardless whether it was uh, verbal uh, and now documented with an activity, or it was an email or a document that's now attached to the proper record in results. It's like having an automated assistant to organize all your documents for you. It's fantastic. Exactly, exactly and, right, eh, Kathy. Mm -hmm. And you could do uh, scheduling with that also? Yes, you can do the scheduling part, and let me also touch on one thing that we just, uh, regarding the, the bullet, the, the point that we just uh, communicated about the assistant, here's the most important aspect. It's great to have an, an entity that helps you organize the information, but what's critical today, because we all work in um, at different times and sometimes from different offices or different even, uh, you know, county, states or even countries for that matter, it is important for the other team members to be able to tap into the same information that you organize. So it's not that you are the only one that has access to information, but the organized information becomes part of the key representation of what the relationship is. So when that person talks to another person within the organization, that other person now has exactly access to exactly the same information that you did or you captured without having to wait for them to debrief you or you debrief them on what you talked about. Sam, I really thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and letting us know about your company. It, it, your platform does so much. Play. It syncs terrific with QuickBooks, and it does so many different things. It, it can really help a lot of people get their company organized. Well, thank you so much, Kathy. I appreciate your taking the time and with the wonderful questions and uh, very appreciative of uh, your interest in talking to us and uh, uh, sharing the information about the results uh, solution and how we implemented it to help uh, pro-advisors and consultants like yourself and the, their clients. Thank you very much. You have a great day. You do the same. Thank you so much, Kathy. Be sure to head over to crmetc.com. That's CRM with a dash, etc., dot com, to sign up to receive free updates. When you sign up today, I'll send you a free mini ebook on how to easily create your own personal financial statement. Also, check out the podcast. It will be airing weekly, Friday mornings at 10 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And systemize, automate, and be more productive in your business today.